Okie dokie, continuing on with our Halloween special for the Clagato Veteran Podcast, Season 4, Episode 19. This one is Skinwalker Urgent Care. Now, I just want to make a, a quick correction. It was The Devil's Butcher Shop. That was the book that was written about that Santa Fe prison riot. So you might want to check that out. And um, I thought it was The Devil's Workshop, but it was The Devil's Butcher Shop. So I'm um, trying to hurry up now because, man, I... Uh, I, I need to go take a crap. So I was like, oh man, I had some pork chops earlier and I can feel it gurgling. So um, I'll, I'll try to stay out here <laughs> as long as I can. But um, I, I wish there was a restroom or a portable here and I don't want to, I don't want to make no poopies out here. So I got to, uh, I, I can hold it. Um, I, I got one more episode. I mean, one more segment to go. But anyways, um, so this one, Skinwalker Urgent Care, this is um, coming off of a couple of stories I've heard about where skinwalkers got hit on the highway, you know, running across. And it turns out that, you know, they got taken to a medical facility. And, uh, one story was this dude was dry. Oh, anyways, they get taken to a medical facility, but the doctors don't want to, you know, operate on them. Cause you know, you know, they got all that death powder and you know, this, you know, that scary vibe. And, um, that's where the doctor's like, hell no, I ain't working on this person, you know, take him to the next one. So, um, that's what I want to talk about. And, um, uh, last time I heard from one of this, ve- this veteran, he was telling me that, uh, Chin Lee, Chin Lee hospital didn't want to take any of them. Uh, but now I think they do. And Flagstaff, Flagstaff medical, they did, uh, I, I don't remember how it went either. They did or didn't. And then nowadays they do. And, uh, the, uh, the doctors now they use, um, they use all the, uh, spiritual protection when they, when they operate on these guys. And, um, and then, uh, so anyways, one of the stories I I remember hearing was about this, this dude who was cruising and there was a big giant jackrabbit. It ran across. Well, you know, going that fast, he hit the jackrabbit, boom, boom, boom. And then, uh, so he drove further ahead and he stopped and he pulled over. He went back and checked it out there was an old lady laying on the road. So he's like, Oh shit. And she got her, you know, her skinwalker garb all together. And, um, so they end up calling the police. I mean, the ambulance and all that, they came over and they took that old lady to uh, Flagstaff medical. And what ended up happening was, um, that old lady, um, was they couldn't take her Yebiche mask off. And, um, they were having a hard time. They, they, they was like sealed, you know, they couldn't, they couldn't do it because they needed to put that, um, that, uh, uh, that respirator on her face. There we go. They, they wanted to put that respirator on her face, but they couldn't do it because she was, you know, had that mask on. So, you know, through word of mouth, somehow they got hold of a medicine man. And so that dude, he went over there. So he did his thing and, um, he removed the mask but the crazy thing about it, it was his own mother, his elderly mother. And after he recognized her, you know, you know, apparently she passed away from it because when they get exposed like that, you know, they're dead. So, um, then there was another story of, um, this other lady, it was like going towards, um, Delcon somewhere. And, um, she was, I guess she had, she was a coyote. So she ran across the road and then this dude, same thing, man. He ran over her, ba-boom. And um, so then he stopped and then he called the police. He goes, you know, uh, you know, I don't want to leave the scene of a crime, but I think I hit somebody. I'm pretty sure it was a human person. He goes, 
he goes, but it, no, no, no. He goes, uh, it's, it seemed like a person, but it looked like a coyote. He goes, but I just want to make sure, I just want to let you guys know if I did hit someone, you know, I wasn't, you know, I was coming back from work. I was pretty tired or whatever. And so the cops came out and they tried looking around. They couldn't find anything. Then finally they saw specks of blood on the ground. Then they followed it and they went off the highway and they went over the fence and then they followed it through the sand and they finally stopped at this tree and they flashed the, they shined the flashlight up on the tree and there was, that old lady was laying up there, man. And she was like, like she was all injured. Uh, her shoulder was like swollen and broken and bruised or whatever. And somehow they managed to bring that lady down and then they took her to the, um, uh, I think they, they were going to take her to Chin Lee, Chin Lee Medical and Chin Lee Medical says, hell no, we ain't taking her. And then, you know, they're like, wow, we got to get this skinwalker medical attention. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, that's kind of like a crazy thought to have, but, um, so anyways, somehow they got a co uh, contact with, uh, um, Ganado, um, Sage Memorial. So Sage Memorial says, yeah, we'll take her. So th they brought her over and I don't know, I guess they worked, worked on her, but I didn't get the, um, I don't know the end result of that story. I don't know if that lady lived or died, but, um, you know, there's all kinds of uh, stuff like that with, uh, medical urgent care, which I was always, you know, like wondering about because, um, it's like, what, what do you do when you, you know, see uh, a naked person laying on the road and they got a Yebiche mask on, or, you know, they got long, dirty fingernails or, you know, just basically a skinwalker. And it's like, do, do you give them first aid? Do you give them CPR? <laughs> you know? Um, and that's where, you know, that's why I wanted to talk about it. And since we're over here at this generating station and it's getting cold and, you know, I, I need to take a crap, but I'm squeezing my cheeks together. And, um, <laughs> and, uh, so that's where, um, oh, and then there's another story I wanted to bring up. It was a family member, uh, a relative, a relative family member, however you want to describe them. They work as an EMT. And anyways, one night out on the res, they got called. They said, there's a, there's a man who's, who's injured or he's, he's hurting or something like that. And this, yeah, this person works as an EMT and they were like, you know, you got to go out there and go, go save that guy. And he, he, I think it was like naked or something. I think it was naked. So the EMT and his buddy, the, his coworker, they cruise out that night. I don't know. It was after midnight or something. And then, um, when he got to the location, whoever called it in, you know, they were long gone by then, but you know, it's kind of like a Hippocratic oath. These medical people have to make the, you know, you're, you kind of have to say, well, I got to save lives no matter what skinwalker or racist uh, person, pedophile, you know, serial killer, whatever it is, whatever category this person, you know, lives their life. You know, you, you got a Hippocratic oath. You got to save their lives. So anyways, they finally found this dude and he was like in a ditch and he was naked and, um, he was, he had bloodshot eyes. And so they took him to the, they somehow they loaded him up on the, on the gurney and that, and that old, that Navajo dude, he grabbed that EMT's arm like that. And the EMT kind of freaked out. It's like, Oh shit. And, uh, he's like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you, and he was, oh, well, the EMT was talking to the, the witchcrafter man. It's like, you all right, dude, you know, can you hear me? You know, we're going to take you to the hospital. And so anyways, they took this guy to the hospital and they hooked him up with IVs. And then later on the doctor came back and he says, 
Well, this uh, this Navajo fella, he's um, he's got like severe dehydration, and apparently there's a medical term for that. I don't know what it is, but and um, see what see how I know that is because the, that that person, that EMT, was telling a you know family member of ours, and and at the end of the night when these guys like after they because this is night shift, you know, and um, or graveyard shift, whatever you want to call it, so at the end of the shift, they all get together and they talk about like the people that, um, they saved and they kind of talk about what medical condition they suffered from. And they also, you know, they, they just pretty much talk about, um, you know, the, the medical aspect of what they found out and if the person survived or if they died or something. But, um, the person that worked as an EMT was, was telling the, the family member was, um, Apparently, when you do all this skinwalking, it absorbs all your, it absorbs all your, um, your natural fluids, I guess. It gets you severely dehydrated. And the thing about this dude was his eyes were all bloodshot. And when the doctors, you know, you know, after they gave him all the IVs and stuff like that. Now, apparently this dude just doing all this skinwalking, he really ruined his kidneys and his kidneys were like, you know, really bad because, you know, I guess all that shape-shifting, it, it, like I said, it just drains your, or it sucks up all your fluids, it drains your energy, and, um, you know, it does all that stuff, and um, so it's kind of a, it's kind of a situation where, you know, when you, it's medically fascinating, uh, I guess that's what I'm trying to say, and, um, and then also, and the other, medical aspect of this whole uh subject of uh skinwalker urgent care is that the hospitals and the clinics and the doctors care you know it's like you know how do you how do you address this issue how do you bring it up to your co-workers oh well there was this native american man who came in and he was wearing a um furs of a dead animal and he smelled and he had uh jewelry and and face paint on and he looked like this and that and gave off a bad vibe but we still had to uh, administer cpr put in an iv uh give them a respirator oh man i mean you think i talk about some crazy shit what actually goes on in real life is even more is even more crazy you know so i didn't come up with this you know i you know it, it well I, i'm coming up with the the podcast segment but you know all this stuff that goes down I don't, I don't, um, I don't make it up. You know, this is actually real stuff that happens. So, you know, it just kind of shows that in this world, as we grow more advanced and people got drones and computers and podcasts and, you know, re uh, recording devices ready at the available, you know, we, we, we are coming into, uh, an era where, you know, all these cryptoids are kind of running out of places to go. And, um, you know, that's why it's, it's, you got to be very careful when you go to like, if you want to be a Navajo paranormal researcher, you got to be careful, man. Don't go to these haunted locations and start talking a lot of shit because <laughs> these things, they will answer. They will respond. They will whoop your ass. They will stop your heart or do whatever they got to do that, you know, it, it's kind of like if somebody came to your house and started talking shit to you and, What's the first thought Navajos do? Oh, get the gun, get the gun. You know, and nobody can really do a fair fight anymore, you know. And that's where I was talking about how, um, 
uh, Navajo veteran versus an, uh, an ex-con inmate if they were to fight. The, the ex-con inmate is not going to be able to take an ass whooping, is going to hold a grudge and try to find a way to get back at that veteran. If a veteran got his ass kicked, then the veteran would be like, okay, well, I got my ass kicked. Time, time to move on. I really can't be uh, wasting my time trying to fight somebody. So that just kind of shows the difference of um, not personalities, but the differences of uh, what's more important to some people. Some people, they want revenge. Others, they just want to continue on with their lives and, you know, make things better. But, um, uh, you know, so that's where I just kind of think of... Um, all that and it's just kind of like like I said medically fascinating it's really interesting to um you know if oh oh okay here here's this other story I remember hearing as a kid man it's always kind of made me wonder too it's kind of trippy but um my I remember my older brother saying something like the government caught a skinwalker and it was like in this cage or it's like in a glass case or something it, it wouldn't get out and they would research on it so then I started thinking, damn, imagine catching a skinwalker. And then, you know, if, if you watch District 9, you know, it's kind of a stretch to put this all science fiction together with the supernatural. But um, with uh, District 9, you know, they wanted to, they wanted to, uh, what do you call it? Not do an autopsy, but they wanted to cut up Vicus, Vicus Varamera. And um, so I was thinking, damn, imagine they do that to skinwalkers. I mean, the government could pretty much do whatever they want and um they would just cut up these navajo skinwalkers and just kind of dissect them and see what kind of you know goes on it's kind of like cutting up a frog you know so anyways so um anyways uh that's pretty much what i wanted to say about that now let's just go ahead and move on to the last segment of the night and this will be reptilians here we go Thank you. 